0: Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio on a Thursday morning. So, it seems like we just got done with a big party for the NFL, but no, 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 sir. We got some something coming up pretty special a week from tonight, and that is the release
1: of you the know, schedule. It's, it's really interesting you bring that up, too, because that's exactly what the NFL has programmed, something it may not literally be every week, but it's pretty often that they put something before the media and the public that's going to gain attention for them. They market this program beautifully. These guys are brilliant in what they do. Anyway, it's a week from tonight that the schedule gets released. Well, this is not a rule, but it's kind of a tradition and a tip of the hat to the Super Bowl champs who open the, you know, play the first game of the season, which is a Thursday night. It's September 7th this year. So you assume the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be there, and I really think they will be. But it is not a given. (laughs) The reason it's not a given is this is not a rule, number one. And number two, the Royals are playing at home. Now, in the past when this has happened, the Royals have a day game, and the Chiefs game would be at night. Still, you run into a massive traffic jam when that's the case, and you ruin the tailgating and all that sort of thing.
0: Well, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. What will happen is you'll just have a bunch of cheese fans going in during the, when the Royals lot's open and start up and just stay <laughs> well, all day. I it. guarantee you.
1: But it, but it really uh, causes a lot of consternation in the parking oh, yeah. lot and so forth. So I think what they'll do is go to the Royals, which they may have already done, and say, hey, look, how about if you make this a doubleheader the next night or doubleheader the day before, whatever. I don't even know who they play. But the fact of the matter remains that they'll come to an agreement somewhere because the Chiefs do have to play that first game. If not, and they'll play on a Sunday.
0: And one of the uh, uh, players on the Chiefs is also a uh, you know got some money in on that team, so I'm sure he has Isn't a little bit. I'm sure he's got quarterback, I think, I I think, think he may think, have a million dollars or two. Yeah, he, he might have a little bit of pull in that decision. All right. Um, so of course, it's also that time of the year uh, when we get into a little bit of horse racing, and there has been some episodes as of late in Kentucky, hasn't there?
1: This is this is really too bad because it's kind of a pall that's been passed, or I should say, covered over Churchill Downs and Louisville. Yeah, this is Kentucky Derby weekend, and the 149th running of the Run for the Roses is coming up on Saturday. But in this in this past week. Four of the thoroughbreds have died at Churchill Downs. That's, oh, my goodness, that's, you you just don't have that sort of thing. Two of them have been accidents on the track in which the horses have suffered fractures of the, the leg and of the hoof and so forth and so on. That results in euthanizing them because they just can't live in a situation like that. It's way too painful. The other two are from the same stable, and this is catastrophic because nothing happened to these horses. They just suddenly collapsed and died, and one of them was to have been in the derby. Well, the trainer of this particular stable says an incident like this is about one in a trillion. One in a trillion. And yet it has happened with these two horses. They've done all sorts of blood tests on, on the uh, carcasses of, of the horses, The and 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 nothing has been shown to have happened. Tested the hay, they tested everything, but there's something wrong here where that just does not happen. And as a result, Churchill Downs is really suffering greatly from the whole incident. However, 150,000 people will be there for that event on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, oh yeah. It's a big, big celebration.
0: It is. Um, better not be telling me it's the bird flu or anything like that.
1: Nobody knows. It just and and it's from the same state. That's the key. Yeah,
0: right yeah. There. There's something going on. I bet it, that's just that that I you know coincidences and all that. I get it, but uh, I'm also it's kind of a little little omen that went into this Hope week not. as well. Oh <laughs> man, I, if I were you, I wouldn't put any chocolate chips on anything this
1: weekend. <laughs> Uh, Last but not least, who won in the uh, hockey playoffs last night? Well, we had two games, and these were both series openers, and the Carolina Hurricanes defeated the Jersey Devils, so the Hurricanes lead one game to none, and the Las Vegas Golden Knights knocked off the Edmonton Oilers in Las Vegas, so the Golden Knights lead by one game to none. More competition coming up, of course, tonight and this weekend.
0: So yesterday, the St. Louis Cardinals challenged one of the world's best players, and he is damn good.
1: He is better than damn good. He is tremendous. And that's Shoei Yotani, the six foot four youngster from over, he's only 28, uh, from Japan who, my goodness sake, he not only pitches, but he also bats. And he'll bat today as a designated hitter, I assume, in the afternoon game against the Cardinals. Last night he got the start. He pitched. All he did, and he didn't get the decision, and he was behind when he left the game, 4-3. to three. But he struck out 13 Cardinals in that 6 inning that he pitched. 13 of them. Think about that. And the Cardinals, they, they couldn't touch this guy. But when you throw 100 miles an hour and you're throwing straight, somebody's going to stick out a bat, and the Cardinals did get two home runs off of him. So the Cardinals led 4-3. Did they win? No, yeah. they do not. They get into the ninth inning, and here comes uh, Giovanni Gallegos into relief for the Cardinals, gives up a home run to the first batter, ties the ball game. Next batter up is Mike Trout, he sticks one in the seats, 5-4 to four lead. Another batter comes up, hits a double, then there's an RBI single, 6-4. Angels get the lead and the Cardinals go very quietly in the night. Now get this, Mike, this, uh, this stat it, this boggles my mind. The Cardinals sent 34 batters to the plate last night, 34. 17 of them, exactly one half, struck out. Jim, Christmas, and 13 of them by Otani himself. Otani is, he is something else, he can be beaten. He said through an interpreter that he was very disappointed that he didn't go seven or eight innings last night, but come on. The guy's just utterly overpowering. Now, today, he's two-way because he'll play as an offensive player. He's a great hitter. The guy is just a phenomenal athlete. He'll play in today's game. They play under the alleged sun in St. Louis, if they have any sun up there today. Uh, it's an afternoon game, and the Cardinals continue to lose. They are now 10-21, and 21. 10 wins, 21 losses on the year. This just does not happen in St. Louis. They got a new hitting coach this year, didn't he they? He's a brand-new hitting uh, coach, and he may be brand-out. <laughs> 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 okay.
0: Okay. Need I say more? All right. Uh, Springfield Cardinals, though, I got to go to the game yesterday take my son. We had a great time. They look pretty good.
1: But they didn't win.
0: I know. So straight, <laughs> straight out the gate, though, they looked like they were going to have that game. But same deal with the uh, big team, too. They've
1: got the lead in that ball game to the Arkansas Travelers, who are pretty good. They're the Seattle Mariners AA Farm Club. Seattle's pretty good. 7-5, to five, the Travelers won that game. The big story was up north at Kauffman Stadium, Kansas City, where the Royals got a win. And what kind of a win did they get? How about a shutout over a hard-hitting team, the Baltimore Orioles? It was Kansas City 6, Baltimore nothing. Zach Greinke gets the win. He only threw 44 pitches. That is all. But he was in when the Royals were able to establish a lead in the ballgame and held on. But a shutout of a hard-hitting team like Baltimore, that's that's pretty good. Maybe Kansas uh, maybe not either. I'm going to say maybe turning it around, but probably not. Still a nice win for them, 6-0 over the Baltimore Orioles. And Kansas City's now 8-23. Eight, eight wins, 23 losses.
0: <laughs> it's a long summer. Got one NBA playoff game last night. Who won that one?
1: Yeah, it wasn't very much of a game either. The Boston Celtics knew they had to win at home. You can't go down two games to none to the 76ers. Philadelphia won the opener. But last night it was all Boston, and this is even with Joel Embiid back in the lineup for Philadelphia. He's the newly crowned NBA Most Valuable Player, but... Sixers weren't even in this game. Boston wins it 121-87. to So that series is now tied at a game apiece, and the competition now moves back to Philadelphia, and they'll have two games down there. Then it's a 2-2-1-1-1 as far as the best of seven is concerned. I do think it probably goes seven games, but it'll be interesting. Nonetheless, Celtics tie it up with a 121-87 win. A
0: lot of exciting stuff going on in the sports world right now, Ned. I'll see you tomorrow.